With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raspy Voice Kids, episode 101. It's like an introductory class. Is it 101 or is it 100? 100 was Joe Manchin. Wow. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was, it was. It was. Pop culture party, we go down talking about Cardi B. You see the new Bill Cosby? Basketball talk, interview with Eric Martin. We also have football talk, spring football update. The new era. It's time to go. Check out the show. Is Cardi B the new Bill Cosby? That's the question. There, Cardi B, who if you don't know who she is, she went from being a person from the hood in the Bronx, a stripper turned reality star turned rapper, a modern day American dream success story. That's right. R&B singer. Right, right. She turned into somebody who basically turned a negative into a positive and that was all good type story. And then she got to talking. And in her talking, she's talked about the fact that she had to go through hard times. She had to struggle. You know, she went through dudes who were trying to be with her. Um, and she would drug them and rob them so she could make it. Wow. Uh, and she was just telling her story. But everybody else was like, uh, wait a minute. You're uh, not, you're uh, not going to make it. No big deal. You just drugged them. Yeah. <laughs> And robbed him. Uh, like somebody said, you, you're not going to just keep talking like you didn't say what you just said. You know, <laughs> Skip Hart. Skip Hart. You'll get one cup and put your name on it. <laughs> you're not going to keep talking yeah, yeah. like you didn't say what you just said. So the question was, you know, Cardi didn't even really offer a real apology. What she did initially was just basically say, I did what I had to do to make it. So then you get men's rights activists, MRAs who I personally am not, I don't like MRAs, and I'll tell you why in a I've second. I've never even heard of MRAs. Okay. Men's men, rights activists. Men, they men's feel like what's right, activists, what they okay. feel like is All that right. feminism has turned into this thing where people hate men. 
Um, and I, I don't believe it is that. I think people are a little sensitive when it comes to that. This is, this is I think about- it's what it is. It's like when you're used to being the man, when you're used to having all the power, and suddenly now you only have 70% of the power, now it's a problem. But anyway. So no, the no, point- no, no, no. Real, real, real quick. Remember your point. I want you to remember your point. Yeah. Get in your mind. What I will also say is when they talk about uh, men's activist movement, the part of the reason like people talk about like in this country how people go so far the other direction, it's because when there's a culture that's so inclined to a certain thing, it takes a lot to bring it back to normality. What I mean is... Or to so, equilibrium. So what, I, what I'm saying is like, all right, so if you're on a plane and it starts to nosedive, now, maybe you've never been in that situation, but you've seen movies. <laughs> you've seen movies. How how much does the 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 actual pilot have to pull back on the reins as hard as he can just to get it to equal out? Yeah, but the point with all that is, the reason I brought up MRAs was just to all say, right. okay, people started saying Cardi B is not going to get in trouble for this because she's a woman. Bill Cosby's in prison. R. Kelly's got all kinds of charges. Harvey Weinstein's in trouble for all the stuff that he did. Right? We just talked about this, right? Remember we were talking about that with R. No, Kelly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question is, why is Cardi B's music still on the radio? Why isn't Cardi B being indicted? All right, why all right, isn't so, Cardi so, B in So, trouble? all right, you're, you're going to think of me, whatever. What Har- Harvey Weinstein do again? Harvey Weinstein's movie executive who forced actresses uh, to do all kinds of nasty okay, stuff. Okay, so Weinstein did sexual acts. R. Kelly did sexual acts. Yep. And Bill Cosby did sexual acts. Rapes. Rapes. Okay. Yeah, please let's, don't say sexual acts. Rapes. Let's 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 and be molestations. Real. I'm not saying look look Cardi B. What she did is very serious. Very, when you when you drug when you drug somebody, period, point blank, you should go to jail. If, if, when if, you do anything, when you take somebody's consent, amen. I one hundred percent wrong. But I will also say that there's many um, when you rob somebody, and I, I feel like they also go to jail. But I'll say in this country, there's many examples of people who have, um skirted the law when it comes to financial things and and gotten away with it and got so away you're with saying it. so she robbed them i'm not saying that she so you're, say, so you're saying a white collar jail. crime I'm, I'm saying she should go to jail but she did not now here's why rape, she, she did not rape somebody here's why it's not the same as bill cosby this is real simple has a single man come out and say yeah i was one of cardi b's victims if there is no victim who's come forward you can't put her in jail you can't charge her with a crime that's what I'm for. What what? Is, Jeremy, I mean, Jeremy, no, 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 you're right. You're by law, right. you can't do that. You ever listen to Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle said if somebody, or, or maybe it was Chris Rock, I can't remember, but I was like, a dude, and I know she, these people didn't get raped. I'm just saying, it's way harder for a man to admit to being um, no, I agree. Taken advantage I agree. Of by a woman, no, I agree. Than a woman to say, hey, I, look, I was taking advantage I 100% of a 100% agree. Most dudes are never going to say that happened Ever. to them. But more, it doesn't matter because they'd be you, like, "No, nah, no, nah, that's gave fine." Him one. If you don't have a victim, you don't have a victim. I don't know what you want to charge her with. Charge her with uh, being a moron and telling stories that could get her in trouble. No, no. The, you, well, the other, the other be. thing that's different about this is the men that we just mentioned: R. Kelly, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, Roman Polanski, um, Woody Allen. Which Woody Allen's not in prison, but uh, Bill Cosby, all these people that we're talking about who who committed those. No, co- I'm sorry, I, I bring up the same name every single time, and I can't remember his name. What's his name? Uh, oh, oh, he was he was on Parks and Rec, red hair, mm. bald. Oh yeah, uh, Woody uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. I, I see him but, every but time. The difference is oh, those people had the power. Those people, people were coming to them for help with their career. 
People came to Harvey Weinstein because they wanted to be an actress. People went to Bill Cosby because they wanted business advice. People went to R. Kelly because they wanted to become singers. These men going to Cardi B was just going to Cardi B. <laughs> she wasn't Cardi B at the time. She was broke. She was nothing. She wasn't famous. It doesn't make it okay. It makes it different. And it, that's does what make, people, it doesn't make different, but it doesn't make it a bigger um, problem because the people going to those kind of serious people like are Just Kelly, people in power. Yeah, yeah. People in power are people who are on the upper echelon or like right on the cusp. People who go into people like Cardi B, I feel like is more prevalent. What in my mind would be more prevalent than people going to people in power because they're just going to enjoy themselves. And the other thing is those people are engaged in illegal activity as it is because essentially what they were doing was soliciting a prostitute. Yeah. So it's hard. Like you, I, you're never going to get the same kind of sympathy from me when you're committing a when you get victimized when committing a crime. It's like saying it's like calling the police and saying they stole my drugs. Like, I just, I'm sorry, it's not the same thing. Is it wrong? Yes. If a victim comes forward, should she be punished? If it's within the statute of limitations, yes. I already am on record saying, I don't think anybody's art should be taken away because of their crime because I don't feel like the consumer should be punished. Um, should we view Cardi B differently? Who in the world looked at Cardi B as a role model to begin with? That's the truth. That's what, what I want to know. Charles, what, what did Charles Barkley say? I am not a role model. Bingo. But the difference is Bill Cosby did say, pull up your pants. Stop naming your kids X, Y, Z. Harvey Weinstein did wield power and have people on stage crediting him with their success in their careers and everything else. So that's the biggest difference to me. So when we talk about Cardi B and we talk about a double standards, are men and women treated differently? I, maybe they are, but this is not an example of that. In my opinion, in my opinion, this is not an example about of that. And, don't and this it, is not an excuse. This and, is and not. And an don't excuse. get it twisted. I feel like she should be in trouble for what she did. But what are you going? How? What's the trouble? Well, who punishes her? I don't know, but I feel like there should be some kind of investigation into it. And I know now, now that part. Okay, fine, you can investigate it. But again, you're going on nothing. For all we know, she's making it up. Now I don't believe she is. But when you don't have a victim, because why would you make? <laughs> People Why want to because because everybody's talking about it now. People like to stay in the news. Any any publicity is good publicity. But tell us what you guys think. Sure you will. Um, and maybe we should give a disclaimer before this uh, <laughs> starts. On this. I don't know. Yeah. We didn't get graphic or anything. No, it's just real I just, talk. It's I just, just real talk. Just real talk. But that, I just that's I just, what you, no. That's what you love about the RVK. We talk about real subjects. We keep it real, and we and we're honest about things. But I wanted to be clear. I am not making an excuse for what she did. I am not one of those people who says it's okay because she was in such a bad spot. It is not an excuse. I'm merely explaining the difference from my perspective. And that's all I have to say about that. You guys tell us what you think. Pop culture, that's the end. Raspy Voice! Big shout to the Raspy Voice Kids' newest sponsor, Sports Fans, run by Chad Rogers right there in Hurricane, West Virginia. He's got all of your gear covered. If you want to look good and feel good, go to Sports Fans. That is S P O R T S. F-A-N-Z-W-V.com. Chad Rogers, man with the hookup. We also want to give a big shout and thank you to Sandwich You, the king of the fat sandwich. Please get at them and tell them the Raspy Voice Kids sent you because you will not have a sandwich that is better. You also can't have a shake that is better. George Daniels in there doing his thing. Chris Truck Neal, always supporting the brand. We love them, and you're going to love them too. Tell them the RVK sent you.
Football time. Favorite time of the show, usually. Football conversation. It's spring football. A new era. Just past halfway point. What do you think, Jeremy? Man, I keep seeing all kinds of things about um, the Stills voice. That's my thing. Did you see that play Darius Stills made on Tevin Bush on a revert on the sweep or reverse sweep, whatever you want to call it? I definitely missed it. Darius Stills posted it on Facebook. Jeremy, he dove like a superhero, snatched that dude. Jeremy, it was, I, I'm telling you right now, we straight at nose tackle. I'm, I'm telling you, Darius and Dante, I feel like, don't get me wrong. But we it's not like an epiphany, though. Like, <laughs> like no, you keep it's, talking it, like, like we didn't know they were great. No, well, well, here's the thing with me. Like, I drink the Kool-Aid every year, but like. But they were good last year. Sometimes people don't, don't develop the way you think they're going to. Yeah, but even if they were just the same as they were last year, they'd still be good. I mean, they're good. I feel like this year they're going to be amazing, and that's not some saying something outside the box. Everybody thinks that. Everybody's kind of ready for that. I can't wait for like analysis. Look, everybody hated when people were talking about chill, son, on 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 what uh, Avon Coburn, Avon Coburn's mouthpiece. You guys are going to get so sick of them talking about the Stills brothers. Oh, these two brothers are a year apart. They yeah, both went to yeah, Morgantown. Yeah. Get ready for it this September because these dudes, I feel like they're going to be everywhere. They're both going to be all Big 12. And and you you're, got, you're saying they're going to be both be all Big 12 this year, sophomore and junior? I hope. I hope I've seen talent if, if out of they're them all both. Big 12, we're, we're in for a good season. And I think so. Because everything starts up front. If, you're, if you can be disruptive up front – it change. I mean, I'm not like breaking no breaking no news here, but it changes every single thing. Your corners don't have to defend as long. Your linebackers can make better plays or easier plays. Everything's easier. This is true. This has hit me. Okay, think about it. I want you to think about this for a second. Every year, there's something where people say um, the same phrase over and over again. Oh, Will Grill, he um, he was suspended for PEDs or whatever it was. You know. Um, David Sills, he used to be quarterback. He was offered by Lane Kiffin when he was in seventh grade. This year it's going to be something. And for me, I think it's going to be these two Stills boys. I think that's what every announcer or every Austin new network- Kendall. I think Austin Kendall behind two Heisman Trophy back-to-back. Is that what you go with? Okay. I think people are going to be talking about that constantly because when's the last time you had a quarterback who played behind two Heisman Trophy So winners? we have we, – hold up. We have three things that we're going to put up on a poll. Our announcers like on what, bigger, CBS, b- bigger story, basically ABC, CBS, ESPN, ESPN, Fox, whatever you look at, are they going to talk about the Stills boys more? Are they going to talk about Austin Kendall? Are they going to talk about Neil Brown being able to beat LSU and coming to West Virginia? How they're going to talk about all, but they're going to talk about all those things. So the question is, which one are they going to talk about more? That's that's the question. That's the and poll. I, I uh, out of those three, what do you think they're going to talk about more? I mean, I think. Well, a lot of it depends on how good Austin Kendall is. Neil Brown's going to get talked about no matter what because he's the head man. Okay, so maybe that's your answer. Yeah, I, that's a good question. That's a great poll. I'm going to put it up right now while we're talking about it because I honestly don't know. It's a good question. I know everybody's talking about Tevin Bush saying that he had a good practice. They said he had a good they, okay, uh, he he's had, not he had a good discussion. Week. I hope he goes off. I hope no, he has 1,500 I mean, yards catching and we 15 had, touchdowns. But No, he's not in the discussion. I'm just talking about what's going on in spring practice. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I just think that is such a big question. Is West Virginia football going to be about the Stills boys, Austin Kendall, or Neil Brown? No, it's going to be about all of those things. They're going to talk about every single one of those things 
every single week. But we look, look. Like, so I don't people, like no, that's no, the no, thing. You're so gonna so talk many, about this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But there's so many times we hear things as Mountaineer fans that are annoying. They keep, oh, chill, son. What is chill, son? And. 11 weeks out of 11 weeks, every network says the exact same thing. But they're going to do the same thing with these stories. They're going to tell you. You think all three? Every single week, they're going to tell you those three things. (laughs) That's why it's so hard for me to decide which one. I'm going to say Austin Kendall's the least likely because I don't think he's going to be as, I'm not sure. I'm not sold. Like, I know how good the Stills boys are going to be. And I know they're going to talk about Neil Brown because no matter what he does, they're going to talk about Neil Brown because he's the head coach. He's not going anywhere. Austin Kendall may not even be the starting quarterback. Now, it's highly unlikely that he's not the starting quarterback, but he may not be the starting quarterback. So that's why he's, to me, the least likely to be the story. But he is the starting quarterback, so if he's good, he will be the story because nothing's more important than your quarterback. So that's a good question. I mean, that, to, to me, that's an excellent question that you brought up because they're going to talk about all three of those things every what week. What do you think? That's what we're talking about, about in the nation. That's what RVK is. We want you to tell us. We want you to vote. We want you to like, you know, let us know what you think. Yeah, and tell us why. That's the other thing. Because people will tell us we're stupid or they disagree or whatever, but they don't always say why they feel the way they do. Break it down. My official vote is going to be Neil Brown. That's my official vote. Safe vote. I think the second safest vote is Austin Kendall because he's probably going to be our, our, our quarterback. But Jeremy's vote is? The dark horse. Still Literally. Brothers. <laughs> and Dante yeah. and Darius in the building, son. Bear my senior stand up. Rat me, boys. The Rest Me Boys Kids are brought to you by Swill Dog Hard Cider, the finest hard cider in all of the world, made right there in Franklin, West Virginia. They are encouraging you to get Swill responsibly, of course. We also want to give a big shout, a big thank you to our partner and sponsor, Astorg Auto of Charleston. The man with the plan is Mr. Jamie Spears. When you want to ride in elegance, luxury, and style, they're the ones to see. They'll treat you right, and you'll be driving better. Make sure you tell them that the RVK sent you. Basketball time. Now, basketball time has been a lot less fun these uh, last few months, and it doesn't get any more fun today, this Tuesday, April the 2nd, as Sagabakanate announces he is going to play professional basketball. He thanked Mountaineer Nation in, in an Instagram post, um, but he did not talk about necessarily playing in the NBA. He had said for, previously that he was going to enter the, his name into the NBA draft and then explore all of his options. Well, his options do not include returning to West Virginia University. I, for one, am surprised. Uh, this is the second time I spent all football season talking about Dana Holgerson wasn't going anywhere and giving all the reasons that I thought were logical, plausible, reasonable, and airtight. Um, and I felt the same way about Sagabah Kanate, but here we are. He's gone. Well, he's not going until until he hires an agent. No, he's gone. He said he's done. He thanked Mountaineer Nation. He's done. He didn't. That's the Instagram post. That's the thing. The reports came out that he entered his name in the NBA in the, for the NBA draft. That's when we thought, okay, he might come back because you can hire an agent even, Jeremy. You can still hire an agent and come back. He said, I'm professional basketball. He's going to play professional basketball. When people say professional basketball, they're not talking about the NBA. They're talking about any option, overseas included. He's done. And that's why he made the well, Instagram post. Well, the first thing post. I'll say... Because like, think about it. Last year when he, made, when he decided to put his name in the draft, he didn't thank Mountaineer Nation. He didn't make an Instagram post. That's true. That's very true. The first thing I'll think of is 
for those who want to be mad at certain players who don't finish the season, Sags finished the season on the bench rooting for our team. Think about when we beat Texas Tech. He was the first person grabbing, you know, Emmett Matthews, grabbing up, up and down after we won the game. So it, it was a big thing. And the fact that he finished the season, I appreciate. And he was on the bench rooting our team on. I appreciate more than anything. If he wants to go to the draft, and look, we've said this a million times, a player has to do what's best for him and his family. That's how I feel. Not a player, a man. A man, a woman, an adult. I don't care what business you're in. I don't know if I feel like the NBA is the best for him or pro basketball is the best for him next year. But if he feels that way, then I appreciate what you did for West Virginia and that you didn't leave early and that you stayed the course. And, they, and, and that well, you... What I, what I always say in these situations is, like, because you said you don't know if it's best for him. I have no idea what his financial obligations are. True. I have no idea what, you know, what he owes to his family, True. what he owes. I, I, I don't know. So for me to say to the, the guy should come back and play, I don't know. Maybe he maybe he's got a child that we don't know about. Yeah, you know what I mean. At, or or his family's in some kind of turmoil. Dire str- they, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what true. I don't get though is why were you on the bench all season? But you know what? Do you not get it, or do you appreciate it? Because people will no, talk I don't about, get it. I don't get no, it. No, no, because people will talk about oh, you should be there for your team. He was there for his team. He was there rooting them on and grabbing people and pushing them up high. Yeah, in that's the Big great. That's tournament. great. He was there for his team. Unless his knee was healthy enough to play, and he chose not to play. In that case, he wasn't there for his. But team. if he if he felt like he wasn't healthy enough, but he felt like he needed to be on the bench instead of going no, somewhere I else. I agree. I agree. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know if he was or not. Now all the thing. The thing is, it's just all convoluted and confusing. When Bobby Huggins came out and said that whole. So thing, can we appreciate it for what it is? He sat on the bench and rooted our team on Jeremy, while he said while he said his knee was injured, and now he decides only, to go somewhere it, else. It depends. Do you believe him? But but all right. Because but, because Bobby Huggins he, because Bobby Huggins came out Bobby Huggins started the started the issue for fans because Bobby Huggins said it's it's up to him and his brother whether he plays or not. You were the biggest component of he's on the bench because if, because if gets, I thought he really was hurt and I didn't think he was going pro. So so now that he's going pro, it makes a whole day. Uh, yeah, I don't difference. get it. That's what I'm saying. I don't get it. Why did he do that? If you're going to play professionally. Why would you waste your time rehabbing in Morgantown? Unless you're loyal to the team, which I feel like Mountaineer Nation should feel even more. I think he was I've attached been, to him. Like I said, that. you got to remember, I'm not making a blanket statement. I don't the, know. And, and by the way, my whole point is, I have no idea. This is all convoluted now. Real like, talk. Real talk. Me and Brandon are talking about this for the first time. This this is what yeah, it is. That's my my whole point is, I don't know now. None of it makes any sense. It, it doesn't make any sense. I'm making an argument for the other way, but it doesn't really make any sense. I'm not making an argument like, because my argument isn't going one way or the other. It doesn't but, make any sense. My, if you're not, my, if, so, so the thing is, to me, what it says to me is that he didn't know he was doing this. He was deciding this whole time. That's what but I would guess. But, but like, here's the thing. So let's say he's deciding this whole time. Let's say he re- really is hurt. Don't we as Mountaineer fans say, hey, thanks for being there and supporting our team. Everybody says, be there for your team. Support your team. He was there. He if did he it. he was really hurt. That's the part that keeps missing. You're right if he was really hurt. Bobby Huggins, so introduced, Bobby ma- Huggins introduced the idea. Coach Huggins introduced the idea that maybe Sags wasn't really hurt. And he reiterated it throughout the season. That there were guys who were choosing not to play. And we weren't sure who he was talking about. I feel about like time. sometimes that's the difference uh, in opinion. And when you go to a few doctors, I we heard Billy Hahn say he went to a few different doctors. I don't fault somebody 
for going to a few different doctors when it means millions and millions and it could possibly be millions and millions I of don't, dollars. I don't disagree. I'm not So if he gets him. one thing and it doesn't feel right, I get it. My thing is this. I applaud you for being on the bench. Support, like, you when, applaud when, him, Jared, wait. When you, we won the Big 12 tournament, the first person out there grabbing Emmett Matthews up Jeremy, saying, let's go, baby. Awesome, awesome, if he's really hurt. If he wasn't hurt, if he wasn't hurt, or not seriously hurt, but like, do you still feel the same way? Because that's the question I have for you then. But what I'm saying is maybe you don't know. You're a no, 19. I'm asking you. If you were you want... a 20-year-old kid, maybe you don't know. Maybe you're concerned about that's your That's not future. what I'm asking you. I'm asking what I'm you... saying is Beetle Bolden. And I'm not, not hitting on Beaton. Beetle left before the year was over. Sack stayed the whole time. And maybe he felt like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure my knee is ready to go. I don't go out there and twist the knee and then be done like Wilson okay, McGahee. We, 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 we agree. Also, Wills McGahee was not done. He went on to play in the NFL. He did. He so did. it's a bad example. But I agree with you. Your face is a bad example. I'm, <laughs> I'm asking you very specifically <laughs> if he was not hurt. I'm not doing the hypothetical. I'm not doing because we neither one of us know, and we can't know. So I'm asking you, was he there for his team if he wasn't really hurt if, or not that hurt? If he wasn't really that hurt, yes. then he wasn't there for himself. That's team. all I'm saying to you. So the thing is, none of us know because Sag said one thing, and he didn't say a whole lot publicly. He did come out on crutches, and he didn't play. So that tells us he didn't think he was healthy. Bobby Huggins said another said it's up to him or his brother whether or not he plays. And then Bobby Huggins later on talked about guys who wouldn't play or wouldn't play through pain. So then it became this thing, Huggy, Huggy versus Sags, who do you believe? WVU doctors versus the doctors that Sags In went Cleveland. to. In Cleveland. The doctors that Sags went to, like Billy Hahn said to us. That's what this all becomes. That's what this all becomes, and I really hope this microphone is not that sensitive. I really do. I can, this is an inside joke between me and Jerry now. <laughs> I really hope the microphone is not that sensitive. It can't pick up smells. Yeah, well, okay, so we're just going to sell it. Yeah, lame, Burst. Yeah, well, and also not respectful. Don't even care about my own oh my. What if I pass Woo! out? What if we in the middle of this show and I pass out? I'm going to have to get up and move. He farted, okay? I'm going to just say it. We're talking about basketball, but he just farted. <laughs> Just r- butt butt rumbled all the way through in the middle of a serious conversation. I was hoping it wasn't gonna smell. It's like it's like seventh grade. I was hoping it wasn't gonna smell. You pushed it out. You pushed like, it out. You like, pushed it out. You didn't care if it smelled or not. No, you I get it out. You know how it works. Like you feel like sometimes you can like yeah, I know seep how it, it works. out. I have respect for other people. I excuse myself. <laughs> I feel like you just seep it out with like the silent but violent. No, <laughs> no silent butt rumble. Okay, I feel oh, like I'm in LA going, going. during 1984 during the 1984 World Series. Nothing but an earthquake over here. That's right. I don't remember what I was saying. Now. I don't even remember. Did you have to let it linger? Oh my gosh! Did you have to. Anyway, Did so back to Zach. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's what this became. It became the saga. You know, pardon the pun, yeah. but it became the saga yeah. where who do you believe? Because he kept showing up, which didn't make any sense to me. Why does a guy show up and sit on a bench if he doesn't plan on being with the team? That's the thing I don't So get. would you rather somebody do a Sags or somebody do a Beetle? Do a Beetle, just go. Like 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 Jesus says in the Bible, what you're doing, get done more quickly. Get up and go. You're with us or you're not. Hey Zeus. So that's how I feel about that. So if Sags wasn't now, now, there's a lot of caveats to that. Maybe he didn't know he wasn't coming back. Maybe he intended to come back. And then Bobby Huggins told him. I feel like you're by yourself because I feel like people with Will Greer, if he decided to go pro, 
what you're going to do, do more quickly. No, they wanted him to play the last game. They didn't, they didn't want him to do what he was going to do more quickly. Yeah, but Will played all the games except for one. Sags played none of the games okay, except bad, for like four. Okay, bad excuse, bad excuse. And the other thing I'm, I'm saying is here's the other thing that we're – when I say there are caveats, Sags may not have known what he was going to do, and Bobby Huggins might have said to him, I don't want you here. You've been too much of a distraction. We're going to start all over. Uh, Which, by the way, you and I have both been told repeatedly is what – Coach Huggins wanted that he wanted to start over. He wanted to clean house. I have not verified that with any sources. So don't get on here and say, oh, the raspy voice kids are trying to act like, no, I'm just telling you what I've heard from people who are connected, but this is not an official statement. It's not from any coaches. It's not from the athletic department that I heard this, but I've been told all year from somebody that I trust that Sags wanted to, or Sags, that Hugs wanted to clean house. And Jeremy, all five starters, all five starters from the beginning of the season, Sags, Issa, Wes, Beetle, or oh, sorry, is that just four? Oh my God, Sags, Wes, Beetle. That's who's it. Lo- who's the last one? Oh, uh, we lost Dooms, but he wasn't a starter. Harlow, Harlow started the Harlow. So we lost four of our five starters, and if that's not cleaning house, I don't know what is. Now the good news is we're not in a terrible situation because we have the an, a unanimous Big Twelve freshman uh, all freshman team Culver. center and Derek Culver. Yep. And we also have Oscar Shweeway, a McDonald's All-American who had a double-double, the only double-double in the McDonald's All-American game. Five-star recruit. Bobby Huggins has recruited the only two McDonald's All-Americans to come out of Western Pennsylvania. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Bobby Huggins did that. We already saw what the and guards could do. Yeah, that's right. Haley we, McCabe came through and played ball. We saw, So we already saw what those young guys can do. Not just Jermaine Haley and not just McCabe, but... Emmett Matthews Jr., who I think has the most upside out of all the guys we just talked about. Emmett Matthews Jr., to me, has the most NBA potential out of all those guys because Culver's undersized. So unless Culver learns how to handle the ball mm. and shoot outside, I don't see him playing in the NBA. I see him being a really good collegiate player. Um, but but in uh, sweet way, we'll have to wait and see. But Emmett Matthews, that dude's got NBA potential. And He's, don't forget Napper. Napper Napper put up a big a few couple uh, uh, Napper has a lot of Napper has the physical ability. We've got to wait and see if his decision making improves. No, yeah, he just has to go for it. And we've seen a couple games where he actually went for it and, and filled up the cup. Yeah, I mean, when he gets going, he gets going, and and he and he's hard to stop. It's hard to stay in front of him, and if his shot is dropping, he's really dangerous because then you don't know what to do. So we do have a lot of potential. We saw what we could do. We beat a Final Four team in Texas Tech. With a short bench because all those players we mentioned were gone, including Trey Dooms. And Tavon Horton didn't play. Andrew Gordon's leaving. He didn't play a whole lot. And we still beat Texas Tech. And we beat them pretty handily, to be honest, like, you know, until we got tired at the end. So so we have potential. And Bobby Huggins has proven that he can take garbage and one season and take a couple of seasons to end up in the Sweet 16. Um, and he's done it with Larry Harrison. He's done it with Eric Martin. He's done it with um, Coach Everhart. There've been guys; those guys have been together, and they've done this together. So that there's a lot of people, and the reason I bring that up is because there are a lot of people who want Huggins fired. Whether our people who listen to our show want to believe that or not, on Twitter especially. So it seems like the younger generation wants Huggins fired. Facebook, it's blasphemy to even make any kind of suggestion like that. You'll get Kathy, uh, Kathy Marable. You know, she will get after she you. She will get after you. So you better watch your mouth and be careful if you're talking about Coach Huggs. But she's not the only one. But further than that, I think there are even more people who support Hugs, but think there should be a change in 
with his assistant coaches. And I'm here to say the, those assistant coaches were here when we made the renaissance last time to press Virginia. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen. I'm curious to see if Hugs, you know, I, I want to know, I want to know whose decision was this? Was this Hugs' decisions, decision or was it Sags? Did Hugs say, you're not welcome back here if you test the waters? If you don't commit to this team right now, you're, you're not welcome back here. Is that what happened? No, I doubt it. I don't know. And I, I don't know that I blame Coach Huggins if he, if he said that at this point. Um, but it's all made for an interesting fall, winter, and now spring in Morgantown. Raspy Voice! The home of the Raspy Voice Kids official pepperoni roll. Pizza Place, the pizza place of Morgantown, West Virginia, up there on the mile ground. Please go check out Mike and Luca as they hook you up with pies, sometimes heart-shaped pies. They do their very best, and it is the best pizza in the entire state, bar none. The Raspberry Voice Kids approve, and we indulge. Go check them out when you want some real flavor. We want to thank Shrinkables, a longtime partner, our first sponsor. They make the best bulldogs in the entire world. They're so cute, they're so cuddly. You can add them to your family. Shrinkables. And finally, the international traveler, quintessential businessman, Mr. Jim Ashley, a proud sponsor and partner of the Raspy Boys Kids, also hailing from Parkersburg like your boys, the RVK. Please get at us. Astorg Auto of Charleston is West Virginia's premier automotive luxury dealer. We sell Land Rover, Jaguar, Mercedes-Benz, Volvo, and Audi brands. We also have a wide variety of pre-owned luxury cars at our store on Corridor G. Our service department also goes the extra mile and aims to exceed your expectations. We offer free pickup and delivery on service appointments to make your life easier. Come experience a new level of service. Astorgado of Charleston, a tradition of automotive excellence. Learn more at astorgado.com. We're back with another Golden Blue interview. Today we have Coach Eric Martin from the West Virginia University men's basketball staff joining Myself, Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pitt, and Jeremy Phoenix, J.N. Phoenix. We're in the building. Is your microphone off mute? What's going on, fellas? Thanks for having me. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. We're off mute. All right, let's go. We're glad that you joined us. We're thankful that you're willing to give us your time. We know this is a very busy time for you recruiting-wise, and especially busy because there's been a lot of turnover as far as the roster's concerned. I have never experienced a – I don't remember experiencing a no, team – ever, ever. – with this kind of turnover. Have you ever experienced anything like this? Yeah, in 2012-13, we had about five or six guys that left. Some of their own will. Some uh, we thought it would be best for them to maybe go somewhere else because they'd have better opportunity to play. But uh, we had we had about six or seven – that was Jabari Hines – uh, Keaton Miles, Anthony, uh, not Anthony. Um, Aaron Harris. Aaron, no, not Aaron Harris. Um, the left-handed kid from Philadelphia. Uh, I can't remember his oh, name. Aaron yeah. Brown. Yeah. Aaron Brown. Valdi. Uh, Pat Forsythe. So we've had this type of turnover before, and as I've said to <laughs> the numerous fans that have approached me as I've been living life, it wasn't like we were twenty-nine and two this year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes Real it's time. good Real to time. have that type of turnover and you bring in new guys and you bring in guys that are that are that are motivated to prove they can play at this level. We'll be fine. We were fine after twelve thirteen. We'll be fine next year. No, you, you can say, I say real quick? No, go go ahead, B. 
Man, I, I was feeling kind of down. I, I'm ready to run through a brick wall. Like, we just finna win the whole Big 12 next year. That, I mean, like, I know that's not what you said, but that's how I feel. Like, just the confidence and just, just absolute confidence in the fact that this staff is going to fix it the way Bobby Huggins said he would. No, and I, and I, love, I love what you're saying, like, you know, like, run through a brick wall. But I'm be for real, Eric, man. I'm Jay and Fiend. I'm the little brother. You know, you know how I do. Here's the thing. So we lose all these players – off a squad that didn't reach the expectations that we wanted to. And and now right. we have all these new players that we, we imagine come in. How much success can we really expect for next year? Like how much, right. like how much can you guys get these guys in line, ready to go and ready to play and make the tournament? Well, I think, I, I think to be honest, the one plus we have this year that we didn't have in 2012 and 13 is we get to go to Spain this summer. So we get about 10 to 12, I think it's 10 to 12 practices in the summer. So we get to start a little bit earlier. So we'll be a little bit ahead of schedule as opposed to the regular year when you really can't start full official practice till uh, maybe September 30th, or I'm not sure the date, but this will allow us the opportunity to have practices in the summer go over to Spain, play some games, guys kind of get acquainted uh, with with each other and kind of get to know each other. So, I mean, even though this is not what you like as far as turnover, the situation works out well for us because with these new guys, we will be able to get started with them a little bit earlier than we have in the past. Now, I got to be honest, I just renewed my passport. So uh, what exactly do I have to do to get on the team plane? I don't think it's a team plan. We're probably going to be flying commercial, to be honest. But if you got a, I don't know, if you start now and and, and uh, start looking for flights now, you can probably get some pretty cheap flights going over to uh, to Madrid and Barcelona, which is, I think, where we're supposed to go. I'm I'm not sure of the itinerary, but I do know we're going to Spain. Well, we got uh, some listeners in Spain, actually. Um, uh, Mariela, I think is what it's called. Mariela, Spain. Uh, there's a radio host there. He's a WVU alumni who uh, promotes WVU every chance he gets. Mary, maybe it's Marabella. I, I can't remember how you, how you say it. Um, what, part of Spain is, what part of Spain is he in? Um, not, Good question. Not far from Gibraltar, because there's a lot of British expats who work in Gibraltar, you know, which, of course, is a British territory, but live in Spain because of the cost of living. And he's a golf instructor. He's a basketball, a basketball coach, a professional basketball coach at a, low, at a lower level. Um, and he also works at the radio at, at a radio station. So, um, yeah, it's Marabella, Spain. So I'm sure he'll be, I'm sure he'll be there um, when uh, and when we get off air. I'll tell you his name, but I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll be there when you guys are playing. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now, Jeremy, you had another question you wanted to ask him. No, uh, one of the deep questions. I look, man. I look. I think about all kinds of things all the time. Gino Ariema is one of the greatest coaches. Oh no, he, excuse me. I said one of them. The greatest women's basketball coaches of all time. I just, for me, I, I wondered how the men's basketball programs and coaches view Gino Ariema. Like, if he were a men's basketball coach, where about the upper echelon do you feel like he would be? You know, that's that's such a difficult question. And to be honest, I've never been a head coach. So for me to uh, uh, say anything but Coach Ariema is a great coach, it would be crazy. Now, if you ask Hugs or some of Izzo and those guys, maybe they have a different answer. But uh, personally, I think Coach Ariyama is a great coach. But Pat Summit's got to be listed as the greatest women's coach of all time because Pat Summit kind of ushered in the old school to the new school. Now, 
it's still hard to win national championships, but I think Geno just perfected what Pat Summit has started back in the early 80s. So I don't know how many wins Geno has. He probably has more than Pat Summit, but I, I don't. I think if you speak to most women coaches, they'd say Pat Summit is the the standard by which all coaches after that will be will be judged. It's a great answer. Wow, not like, expecting I, that. I was not expecting Pat Summit. Pat Summit, but Pat oh. Summit is without question a legend, and and I she has. I have the utmost respect for her and what she did at Tennessee. Um, she even took Alexis Hornbuckle from West Virginia. Amen. And was able to help her have a Rene successful Montgomery career. Montgomery went to uh, UConn instead of Tennessee, but, you know, they were both the, part of the same senior class. So You know yeah. what? Too many times people get uh, – th- and I get it. That's the way uh, social media is and talk radio is nice. People want to know who's the greatest. Who's the greatest, LeBron or, or, or Michael Jordan, Kobe or LeBron? At the end of the day, they're both great coaches, and I guess it's really your personal opinion by looking at their numbers who would be the best. Some people would say Geno. Some people would say Pat. Uh, there are, oh, there are a lot of great women coaches and men's coaches, but I guess – who the greatest is really is at, at your discretion. Absolutely. And we know Staley down there in South Carolina is doing her thing, man. These, these yeah. women coaches are really, really doing their thing. I'm just saying with Gino Ariema, a lot of times when we listen to radio, they talk about, oh, uh, he has more whatever, whatever than Coach K. And like they, they, they break it down. They put everybody in a group. So for me, would you take Gino Ariema as your coach of the Mountaineers over uh, uh, over uh, uh, Bobby Bob Huggins? No, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'm 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 a little bit different. I played for Hugs at Cincinnati, so you're talking about a guy that, besides my father, this is like the man I've been around and been connected to longer than any other Amen. male in my life. So I'm going to be a lot more partial to Hugs. Now, one thing I will say about Gino is. I do think as a, as a man, it has to be somewhat difficult to coach women. I'm not saying it was easier for, for Pat because she was a, a woman, but I, I, I just think if you're a woman coach, a woman, you, you obviously you have obviously things that you haven't, you can relate to with the man doing that. It says a lot about Gino to be able to get what he does out of his girls. And they all Absolutely. seem like with the interviews, they all seem like they're very appreciative of, of, no. you know, of the time of being with him or playing yeah, for him. Absolutely. They love him. Do you think he would have the same success if he was a men's basketball coach? Where would he be coaching? Where would he be coaching at? That's a good question. Where would he be coaching? And, and the reason I ask that is because if you look at Gino, the last, let's just say, go back five or six years, I don't know what the equivalent is on the women's side to McDonald's All-American, but his team's been loaded with McDonald's All-American. So, that being said, just because you have McDonald's All-American doesn't ensure that you're going to win national championships. But, I mean, if Geno was at, uh, let's throw somewhere out, Kentucky and having all those, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think that there's, there's a bigger, a, a, a larger amount of guys that are really, really good in America than there are girls, if, if that makes sense, without demeaning women. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're you're not demeaning women. You're not demeaning women at all. You're just talking about the fact that there are more men playing basketball. Diversity. More, when you have more men yeah. playing basketball, you're going to get a higher percentage of high caliber, high level talented right. players all over the place. That's, That's all right. you're saying. You are not at all demeaning. To me, you showed nothing but respect to Gino Ariyama, and you showed nothing but respect yep. to the women's game. And you also showed a knowledge of the game. So nobody can get that twisted 
I, I love your answers. Um, bringing it back to West Virginia basketball, Sagabakanate announced on his Instagram he thanked Mountaineer Nation and said that he's going to pursue professional basketball. He didn't say the NBA. He said professional basketball. Now, I know you're not a big social media guy, but last year when he tested the waters for the NBA, Sags did not put a thank you post to Mountaineer Nation. What do we make of that? Am I reading into it? I think you guys are reading into it. Sags hasn't played basketball competitively since December 8th. So even if Sags gets in great shape, I think what he's doing is just saying that, uh, assuming he goes into the combine. And I don't know if he'll have to play. I think everybody plays now in the combine, that he goes in there and plays well and doesn't get a chance to thank the fans. But uh, I think people are reading a lot into it. This is uh, – from listening to scouts, this is a, a pretty deep draft. Not to say that Sags won't get drafted in the first or second round, but I guess the question I'd have for Sags is, hey, Sags, do you want to be a first-round pick or second-round pick? If if Sags just wants to go play professional basketball and be drafted, then he obviously has to wait for the feedback from the, the people who are going to be watching him. But my assumption always was that Sags wanted to be a first-round pick and Nowadays, with the money that's out there, you can't really fault a guy for wanting to, to go and, and make money and take care of his family. I mean, I, I, I just think fans, sometimes fans act like these players belong to them, and they don't. They, they, they're, they're humans. They Amen. have a right to make good, Amen. bad decisions. It's their, it's their choice. Absolutely, to make the best decision for them and their family. I will say, man, we had a rough finish. We had a great Big 12 tournament. People played good. People looked good. Mountaineer Nation was fired up. I was fired up. I was like, look, we can do it. Look, we beat Texas Tech. Texas Tech is in the Final Four, and now we get to CBI, and we lose to Carolina, excuse me, Coastal Carolina. How does that How does that resonate with the squad? Like, is that a – I don't want to say um, bad finish. Uh, bad finish is a bad word. How, how does it is that resonate a bad with the squad? It is. It is a bad finish. There's no need to sugarcoat it. That's not the way we plan this out. Obviously, we had wanted to be uh, one of the ones playing for the championship. I was at home last night watching DePaul and South Florida play each other, thinking, you know, that game should be in Morgantown or one of those other two cities. But these things happen. Our, our kids came out, and I, I think without Derek starting, that threw us off in the fact that I don't think Coastal Carolina had anyone who could stop Derek. But by the time Derek got in the game, Coastal Carolina had hit a comfort zone. And I don't remember the freshman point guard's name, but uh, he had the game of his life. Whether it was good defense or bad defense, he was hitting shots. And that's what happens in, in Division One. And what we like to tell our kids is, hey, man, every D1 team has really good players. Whether you're high, mid, or low major, all good teams have good players. And once you get them started, it's hard to cool those kids off. And, I mean, oh, not only that – Absolutely. Point guard, but their whole team played well. You got to give them credit. I think the point guard's name was, uh, I think his first name was He Can't and last name Miss. That's what yeah. I, I believe that's what his uh, name was. I was there. I, I took my kids, my parents, we were all there. Um, and uh, I, I kept saying it was just their night. They couldn't miss. They just couldn't miss. And there were times you, we didn't play the best defense, but there were also times right. we played excellent defense, like you said, and they just could not miss a shot. So. And, and you're right. That's not how you want to end the season. And it, it took all that 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 positive vibes that we have from the Big 12 tournament. But that being said, man, sometimes seasons end like that. 
uh, our guys take a couple weeks off and we get back in the gym. And to be honest, those young guys have already been back in the gym. And, uh, man, the, the, the plan is to basically bring in guys that are, that love basketball, love being coach. And those are the type of guys we're going to bring in and Mountaineer nation. Don't worry. We'll, we'll be back in the top 25 next year and back competing for a big 12 title in the NCAA tournament next, next year. Yes, sir. Well, you yes, heard it here first. Coach Martin telling us it's going to be all right. I'm so excited about it. I really genuinely feel significantly different after this conversation. Excellent interview. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for giving us your time. And thank you for being honest and open with all of your uh, answers. And hopefully we'll talk to you very soon. No doubt. Like I said, whenever you want me, brother, you got my number. All right, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks again for having me. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye. Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.